From the protectors of the internet, the Wisconsin Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force, it's the PKO Podcast. Welcome to the PKO Podcast. My name is Kagan, and today I'm joined by one of our ICAC special agents, Ryan. Ryan, welcome back to the PKO Podcast. So glad to have you here today. Well, it's good to be here. I appreciate the opportunity to come back and uh, get involved with the program here and hopefully uh, assist with providing information today and in the future on um, information from our ICAC program or other areas of interest, I guess, that may be important to our folks around Wisconsin. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm, I'm so grateful to have your mind here on that and, and join us for the PKO podcast. You know, Dana's really built up this program over the years, and there definitely could be some hard shoes to fill, but... As a PKO traditionalist myself, I did prepare a joke for you today. I am ready to hear said joke, Hagan. <laughs> so, uh, where do all the cool mice live? I've thought about this, and I have absolutely no idea, Kagan, so hopefully you'll educate me. Where do all the cool mice live? You're, uh, you might hate me for this one. In their mouse pads. <laughs> that was unique, I will say that. So I, I had a prompted response in my head, and um, I was not aware of the fact that we started off with a traditional joke every month, but uh, very unique and clever in their mouse pads it is. Oh, hey, now, hey, now. All right, well, at least with that paid over, uh, we're going to actually come in today surrounding a, a pretty important date, uh, something called the National Missing Children's Day. Um, you see, the Wisconsin Clearinghouse for Missing and Exploited Children uh, is hosting its annual poster contest. And that theme is going to be on bringing our missing children home. And it's in honor of National Missing Children's Day, which happens to be on May 25th of each year. And Ryan, I know that you have a veritable amount of experience and have been working in ICAC now for quite a long time. Could you maybe speak to the value and you know, implications of a day like this? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I think it's very important for um, everyone to realize uh, the impact that missing children has um, on families that are impacted by those cases and the surrounding um, people around them, but it's very important to realize that um, we're constantly working these cases, and while we have cases that um, sometimes are resolved very quickly, um, unfortunately we have cases of missing children that um, have gone on for several years um, and sometimes several decades. And I think one important message that um, since I've been around this um, program and this national date uh, that we've tried to get out is that um, while these investigations go on over the course of decades and um, sometimes longer is that we don't forget about these children that um, they are as important to us um, right now today as they were in day one that uh, when they went missing um, we're constantly working these cases constantly um, putting eyes on these cases to try and hopefully find these children and um, to keep hope alive for them in some of the horrible situations maybe that they're being subjected to so I think that's a very important message to take away is that no matter how long a child has been missing um, these are important cases that we continue to work and they're as important as when they were reported um, but it also provides us with an opportunity to get out in the community and hopefully provide some useful information to children, adults, and others in the community and educate them about uh, missing children and some of the things that we can do to prevent those cases, uh, some of the resources that we provide when a child does go missing uh, to hopefully bring them back home quickly and safely. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, one of the things that, you know, had me wondering, you know, this being an ICAC Internet Crimes Against Children podcast is, you know, some people might think, you know, while this is uh, in one way or another related to missing kiddos, a lot of times that could be facilitated using, you know, the Internet or messaging platforms. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. So um, one of the things that we see as a, a very common trend in the Internet Crimes Against Children cases that we're working is the use of the internet um, not only to exploit children online but as a, a venue for 
more offenders to meet children in person to either sexually abuse them, um, abduct a child, or whatever that case may be. So um, the internet, um, as great of a tool as it is, provides a constant mechanism for offenders to have continuous access to our children and over the course of time groom those children to not only have online contact, but in-person contact that can subject them to many dangers such as sexual abuse of children um, and ultimately a child becoming um, missing at some point in time as a result of that contact with the offender. Yeah, absolutely. That is, you know, definitely a, a hard thing to hear. But this is why, you know, education and events like this are so important, not only to help, you know, parents be aware of what's going on, but making sure kiddos know what to do themselves uh, to be safe, to be thoughtful, uh, to kind of be aware of what's kind of going on. You know, I'm I'm actually a pretty big metrics guy. I'm a, I like numbers a lot. Do you have, um, you know, any numbers that you could maybe talk to about, you know, missing children's cases in Wisconsin? Or like, I know we have a big Amber Alert program here. Would you know more about that? Yeah, so I did put some numbers together actually for the podcast here today, and I can tell you that so far this year, just in 2022, um, we've had about 2,728 children that have been reported missing uh, just in Wisconsin here. So that's an average of about nine children every day uh, that are reported missing under some type of circumstance. Um, So it's important certainly for children to be educated about topics um, that surround missing kids, and this could be including running away, getting lost, being abducted, the various types of missing persons reports that we get. Um, so in 2021, last year, we had 11 Amber Alert activations here in Wisconsin, um, and that is our highest year since the program began back in 2003. So um, while we certainly don't um, issue an Amber Alert on every missing child case, what we're finding is that some of the cases that we're investigating rise to the level or seriousness that we're seeing an uptick and increase in those Amber Alert and, um, activations, um, with last year leading um, all of our activations since the program began. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah, I can certainly see then why education on this topic is so needed. So, you know, for those at home, and and I kind of mentioned it briefly at the beginning of the podcast, there is a really great opportunity to get your kiddos and community involved with this annual poster contest. Um, So as part of this upcoming event, fifth graders around the nation are actually able to make posters at their school, sharing with their teachers to submit to the Wisconsin Clearinghouse for Missing Exploited Children. And I can kind of see this now as a, both an engaging and educational opportunity, kind of like you talked about, Ryan, to get to talk about uh, students with the causes and consequences of being a missing child. Yeah, so the poster contest is a unique uh, opportunity in that one thing I think it certainly draws to the attention to is uh, missing children and sometimes um, in the posters I've seen those um, long-term missing child cases and it's something that really once you start talking about the topic um, strikes home for children so while that can certainly create uh, fear in a child I think it opens a door um, to an opportunity um, to educate children um, about things that they can do such as appropriate online behavior appropriate behavior in the community uh, to certainly minimize the risks of um, being in a situation where they're encountering somebody that may put them in danger such as taking a child or abducting a child so I had the opportunity to go into schools in Wisconsin um, and provide presentations to some of the winners of these poster contests um, weeks that we have here and that's really the common thing that I see is uh, a message of hope at the same time too that um, that same message that we try to convey from a law enforcement sense that no matter how long a child has been missing we take all those cases seriously um, and we try to provide hope that we are actively looking for that child continuously um, that's kind of the same message I think that we see our children passing on too is they realize the seriousness of those cases and to provide a, a message of hope to children that are currently a victim or find themselves in that situation 
situation. But it's a great opportunity for us as uh, in law enforcement, but also for parents, educators, and other people in the community that have constant contact with our children um, to just kind of give them a reminder of providing this message to children and kind of a special opportunity every year to pass on some of these safety messages that we can to our children to try and reduce these number of cases of missing children we have. No, absolutely, and that's a great amount of information, and I agree it is just so important that we highlight the need for this type of education, not only by, you know, folks in our law enforcement community like yourself, but, you know, having our teachers be aware of it. You know, they work with, you know, our kiddos, our families uh, daily, yearly. Uh, most of, you know, the time the kiddos are growing up, that's a great time to get in there, and having this day that is facilitated by teachers uh, would just be a great opportunity. And we do provide, uh, through the Clearinghouse website, uh, information on this packet, how to kind of give uh, discussions and topics of conversation from teachers to their students about this. Um, but could you tell us a little bit more about the contest and what might come of it? Yeah, so um, we encourage um, all Wisconsin fifth graders, uh, if possible, to become part of this poster contest to, you know, provide this message of hope to children, but also um, to increase their personal awareness of just the cases that we're investigating and how to make themselves safer. Um, so once these posters are created, um, they're submitted and they're reviewed here at the Department of Justice, and ultimately we have poster contest winners um, that go on to represent the state of Wisconsin at the national level. So the winner for the state of Wisconsin here will actually get recognized at a ceremony at their school um, and get entered into that national contest. And that's really a unique event. I've had the opportunity to be part of them in the past. And um, not only do we go out and celebrate the winner at that school, but it gives that entire school sometimes the ability to um, get some more safety messages that we can pass along to them um, through a presentation that we do for them. So the winner of that national contest will actually win a trip to Washington, D.C., um, and they'll be able to participate in the National Missing Children's um, Day Ceremony uh, in May of 2023. So all the poster entries, um, they're also eligible to appear at the Wisconsin Amber Alert website. So um, we do get those up on our website there for others to be able to see and kind of see the um, unique blend that children put onto this message that we're trying to get out. That's awesome. And it, especially that kind of recognition, I feel like is so important because, you know, kiddos providing you know, what they see as, you know, this 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 realm of important day um, and being recognized for their, their work and time really brings to light what might happen if we do continue that kind of education. Uh, would you know when these might be due by Ryan? So the posters that are created um, have to be received by the Wisconsin Clearinghouse for Missing and Exploited Children and Adults by February 3rd of 2023 to be eligible for consideration. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Ryan. I, I really do appreciate your time joining me here. Hopefully we'll be able to sneak you back on time and again on the podcast for your knowledge in the ICAC realm. But uh, I, I just want to extend thanks both to your knowledge uh, surrounding ICAC-related information as well as uh, about this big day that's coming up. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. I look forward to being part of the podcast program going forward here and uh, providing useful information. But this is a, a great start for myself on a very important topic to um, both children and adults and the like in our community, which really blends back to just our overall theme in the ICAC program too, which is to do our best to keep children safe every day. Absolutely. That is definitely the goal that we want to strive for here with the Wisconsin ICAC Task Force. So parents, teachers, families, I urge you to speak to your school district on how to get your school signed up. We'll have the link for where your teachers can receive the poster contest packet in the episode description for this podcast. Thank you for joining us here again. And as always, stay safe.